What's up, everybody? It's your boy Rod. Welcome to a, a new, a special edition of the New South. Today, I'm joined with uh, these. All these, these are my brothers here. These dudes here, man. Um, a lot's been going on in the news in the last week. Um, a lot of stuff we want to sit here and talk about today. So, um, I'm gonna kick it to uh, my boy Simmons and let him take over. Um, first things first, man. I just appreciate um, my brothers, Jawan Baker, Rashad Herndon, Jason Coleman, of course, Rod, who you just heard talking, and my guy Ray Massonet, just for. Um, coming out today man because for me like with this platform it's been a blessing um you know we have some sort of influence and, and i feel like we have to have a voice um on may 25th 2020 george floyd another un unarmed black man was killed um in front of the world to see one month before this our man aubrey was killed while jogging um all these things still happen 30 years after the rodney king beating um, 2020 has been crazy and I think Don Lemon said it the best like you got COVID-19 still going on and racism 20 um, since those events the the world has been on fire protests rallies vandalism loitering all because a group of people feel like they're better um, than another group and they won't just simply convict four officers of murder for me honestly and personally the reason why I'm here today is because uh, since I was 18 years old I dedicated my life to helping inspire young African-American males. Whether that was a camp counselor, after-school counselor, a coach, an AAU coach, a mentor, a trainer, um, even to working in the school systems. So the first thing that comes to mind to me is the kids. And I think for all my brothers here today, there's one video in particular that all just, I feel like it, it bottles all the emotion we have right now. It's a video where there's a 46-year-old African-American male a 31-year-old African-American male, and a 16-year-old African-American male. The 46-year-old said he's willing to die. He's tired. He's that tired that he's willing to die right now for this shit. You got a 31-year-old that's just as mad as him, but it's like, I'm with you, but we got to find another way. And then you have a 16-year-old that's confused. That 16-year-old is why I think we all here today. A lot of my brothers up here are fathers. So I'm really interested to hear their opinion, you know what I'm saying, on this matter. You know what I'm saying? So... I appreciate Hoop State for letting us do this. And first off, man, our first first thing I think we want to talk about is just that initial feeling when we found out George Floyd was dying. Um, start with Ray. You see an officer with his knee on his neck, hands in his pocket, a smirk on his face. And he's he's for real dive, digging his knee in the back of George Floyd, man. So, like, what you think, Ray? Um, I, I'm going to try to make it quick and to the point because I can easily take over this whole show <laughs> um, as a father as a son as a brother uh, is I'm, I'm infuriated I'm angry um, and and I was so I was I'm ready to see the world burn and I don't care as a 36 year old male right so I'm I was I remember the Roddy King beatings as a child I remember so I was born and raised in New York Admiral Wima which may have made it to the South, where police brutalized a Haitian man in the bathroom of a police station, sodomized him and everything. I remember all of this stuff, and I'm just like, when is it going to stop? And it trickles down to so many facets of how we live, from how we as black men have to name our children, right? We got to be careful. We can't name our sons Jamal, Raekwon, Tyreek, because they may not get a job. Yeah. We got to constantly soft shoe and tap dance to seek white approval for what so uh that's where i'm at with it 
So for me, honestly, I'll be honest with you, when I first saw it, I, I, could, I, I couldn't bring myself to watch the video just because I, I'm, I'm like, Ray, I'm just sick and tired of seeing like black people dying on camera. For one, nobody, nobody's doing anything about it. Like this man got his hand on his neck for nine minutes, his knee in his neck for nine minutes. And, and he's telling him he can't breathe. And like, you already had some handcuffs, so what can he do at that point? You got your knee on his neck. So for me, when I, uh, so I made the mistake, I actually watched it like right before I went to bed one night. I was the wrong move. I couldn't sleep. My biggest thought that kept popping in my head was two things. Like one, like that, I just watched a man die on camera. And then two, I picked, I, I couldn't get the picture of myself, that, that being me on the ground. Like, like, damn, like what if that's me? Like I'm calling for my mom, calling for my daughter, my wife, and, and nobody can do anything about it. Like it's just it's to the point where like it's gotta stop, man. Like like everybody keeps saying, well, we can't do this or we can't do that. Well, what's the answer, man? Like what's what's next? So that's that's how I feel. Um, kind of like uh, Roger said, I couldn't and still haven't. I'm not gonna watch it. I just I've seen too much and and. Uh, a lot that's going around now is, you know, being careful, not being desensitized to a lot of it. Um, I have four boys. Um, and not only just my boys, I, I'm accountable and responsible for, because of what we do, all of us in here do, I'm responsible for a lot of young men and women as well. And a good percentage, more than probably 70% of the kids that I, I deal with on a daily and weekly basis are my color. Um, black and brown young men um, that, you know, I take pride in uh, uh, mentoring and being an example to. And so for me, um, I haven't watched it. Um, I've seen the pictures. Um, I've heard some of the audio. Um, I just can't. I, I'm not ready to bring myself to watch it um, because of like what just Rod said, like, I don't want to picture myself and I got and, and I'm leaving behind four boys that look up to me and, and, and mimic and watch and do everything that I do to a certain extent um, and same thing as, as you said um, I, po I reposted that that one video of the three different generations um, that touched me um, and, and same as I'm 36 and a lot of things like that makes me emotional nowadays because I have growing kids and, and, and everything I do is with them at the forefront. So things like that will break me down. And, and, and I know that my sons are watching. So for me, it's more of an educational thing. Um, it's still kind of like you said, I don't know. I honestly don't know because, you know, I, I come from my father was in my life. So I know what I know what it could be like if we turn to, you know, what I'm saying what kind of happened that went on in, in our community last night with the looting and all of that. And that's a place I don't want to go to because I do have young, impressionable young men that's following me. So I'm not I'm not condemning that. You know, what I'm saying I understand it. Um, I understand those that were on the front lines yesterday. I, I stand with you. But, you know, I, I, I still take a little bit of pause because there there, there are some that I'm responsible for. Um, but I, I, I'm blessed and thanks to uh, Aunt that that brought us all here together for this, for sure. Um, like everybody else, I've watched part of it. Couldn't, couldn't even get my mind around watching the whole entire thing, especially dealing with the young men from the south side. Like we deal with, um, if you don't know, I'm the athletic director of the Raleigh Boys Club. So like, it touched me because I see 
all the young kids and all the generations that I brought up in that video. <clears throat> and it's like, what you do is like, you, you see how important it really is now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, now it's, at, it's like, this is the reason why I do what I do. Like, for reasons like this. Trying to prepare them for, I mean, what do you do if you do see it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather you help out and go to jail, you know what I'm saying, rather than just watch somebody die on camera. That's just my opinion. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's real out here, man. Yeah, uh, most definitely. So, like, for me, um, as a father, um, as a father to a young black boy who raising to be a young black man one day, like, I'm, I'm terrified, uh, to be honest, man. Um, not in the sense of being afraid. I'm just, you know, afraid of, like, the unknown. Um, like Jason and Rod said, you know, that could have easily been myself. And one day, um, you know, that can easily be my son. And what happens is, as a father, you know, you got that protector in you. Um, you want to protect your family, protect your child. But that's almost like stripped away from you. You know, in those scenarios, they, they take that power from you because, you know, you, if someone's there laying on the ground, um, even if you want to intervene, you know, what happens from that? Do, do two of us now stand mm -hmm. a chance of getting murdered or... Um, you know, having someone's foot on our neck or whatever the case may be, I, I think it's just, it's terrifying because it's, it's like, um, there's no accountability, but then at the same time, it's like, um, you know, it's not like, it's not like it's happening because you don't even have to do anything wrong. Like I haven't, I wouldn't even have to have done anything wrong to be in that situation or to be at risk of, you know, another person taking my life away. Um, and not to justify any crime level of crime regardless of how small or how big but um to not have to to not be in the wrong to not be posing a threat and for out of fear somebody feel that you know it's necessary uh, for them to go that far um that's scary man because um what happens after that like jason said man we're gonna leave behind you know people that care about us i saw something that rod said and i'm gonna finish i saw something rod said about every day when he leave you know he makes sure that he kisses his wife and kid i mean man as a black man when you leave home, you know, not knowing if you're going to return home to people that really love you. And as much as, you know, people don't realize you go through as a black man when you go out into this, to this world, um, it's, it's scary, man. It's really scary. Take a Every day you take a risk, man. Yeah. Definitely, man. And, and, and the part like that um, I kind of want to mm -hmm. touch on next, it kind of goes into, I kind of want everybody's opinion on the protests, the rallies, like the vandalism, because like, what Bate kind of said is true, and I think it happens in all that, like, it really comes down to a power struggle. And really, as men, like, when it comes down to some man-to-man -man stuff, it's like, this only happens when we're cuffed. Mm -hmm. This only happens, so, for, for that brief 15 seconds, or, like, when you really look at that picture, when you look at his face, it's like, you can't do anything now. Like, why is it that everybody is so afraid of us and I, I don't understand it. Um, it it bothers me and that's why like when it comes into like you know the protests the rallies the the burning of the buildings like I'm I'm broken because I don't I'm not cool with just the intention of going somewhere to steal something from somebody like for no random reason I wasn't raised that way but if we're protesting and you got people that, you know, at the same time in this COVID-19 that, like, are starving. 
You got it's so many different elements, and this is just the icing on the cake. So it's just like, how can I? I don't. I don't even understand it on that level. So how can I judge you? I can't judge you, like Ray. What you? What you think, man? Uh, I'm okay with it. Uh, I, and I'm I'm saying what I what I know a lot of people think and feel, and not certain if they should be okay with it. Right. Yeah, I'm very much okay with it. Right. I, I'm sick and tired of us constantly getting thrashed and then saying to one another, turn the other cheek. Yeah. 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 And they, they cock back and slap the shit out of that cheek too. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you know, at what point, you know, I look at it logically from a, how you deal with a bully situation, right? You face. Yeah. You, you know, bullies, bullies are going to bully you until you cock back and punch that Stand motherfucker up. in his face. Yeah. yeah. And then, he ain't going to bother you no more. And that's just, it's not a power dynamic. We have never been in power. Never was set up for us to be. Ever. It's just a systematic thing. And, and, and to piggyback off of that, like, nothing changes until you fuck up the money. That's just it. Just to be blunt. That's like, it. Like, things, things, you may see some things start to turn now, but it's only because, you know, now we're not taking no for answer. Or we're not taking just being you know what I'm saying, arrested or fired. Like, yeah. you got to be, you got to be charged to the, to the highest degree. You got to be, you got to, you got to actually go to jail or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, because what's going to end up happening is it's going to start being a lot of street justice yeah. because yep. at the end of the day, there it's more of us than them. They yeah. don't have the money or the manpower to patrol or do whatever they want to do. And so once you start fucking up that money, and you know y'all y'all know I don't curse a lot, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But this is these are different circumstances. Yeah, these I, are these, I mean, these, these are these are different circumstances. Um, but until you start messing up that money, and and again, put putting put your willpower against theirs, because again, I think that's their biggest. Always has been their biggest mm-hmm. fear. If you look at what what police and that whole the history of the police department isn't even barely a hundred years old. And it was for us to contain and control us. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, there's, there's, again, a systematic thing. Um, I don't know if it's, a, it's more of a power than a money thing because us as consumers, we spend the most money yeah. out of everybody. But I think, I think not only these type of things, I think some things need to happen that's not being televised where we meet privately and figure out ways. Everything don't have to be on on Front Street or, or social media, whatever the case may be, just just for the notoriety. I think we need to do these things with some real thought and some action behind it. But it don't necessarily need to be on this. Not knocking this like this is mm-hmm. this is beautiful for yeah. us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But there also need to be some things with some of the people that maybe can't get on this. Yeah. That but got power. Yeah. That look like us. That need to go behind the scenes and mm-hmm. really really put some things into action. Um. To protect, you know what I'm saying, our babies. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 again, that's what it's always going to lead back to me, not to cut you off. Oh, no, we're head. good. We're good, no, for sure. Um, I think, I, if you saw Jalen Rose interview the other day, I think Jalen Rose said yes. it best. Jalen Rose said, I wish they loved black people as much as they love our culture. culture. Yep. Like, and when he said that, like, it just it hit yep. me just because everything we do, you know, it's it, it's you see it you see it in the streets. They steal it. It's limited. It's limited. It's limited. It's exactly so. So now you know when it's time for us to take back. What's up? I'm 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 with it. I get it. I understand. 
like like I said on Twitter last night, all this peaceful shit, man. I, I'm I'm over it because for me, I'm just like we've been peaceful. People say like Dick Vitale said, we need we need a Martin Luther King. They killed Martin Luther King for being peaceful. What's next? Where's the example of us being peaceful actually working? Exactly. Right. There, there is none. So where's the example for them being peaceful actually work? How has America come to? I mean, it's just it's. I love social media because it gives you all the shit. It gives you all the shit that you couldn't find in school. Right. It gives you the history of how America came to be. All the riots, all the burning, all the looting, all the stuff that America has done to be the country it is now. But yet, when it comes to us, it's like, well, y'all be nice. Yeah. Do you do you <laughs> think it's ironic that this happened on the week, the same weekend where Black Wall Street got burned down? I think it is. I mean, yeah. and that's them. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, yeah, that's yo, yes, yeah. yeah. March 30, I mean, May 31st, bro. 31st. I think it was ni- 1921. Yeah. 1921. They did the same thing. And it's, I mean, it just kind of goes back to the whole... Well, if y'all don't like America, go back to where you're from, or if you, if you know, stop. Stop trying to integrate with us if you don't like it. And it's just like, mother, we have. Yeah. And y'all burn it down. Every, they don't, I mean, violence, right? Because it's, it's the Black Wall Street in Durham, it's the Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where they literally bombed airplanes, <laughs> bomb. And this was. This was Wakanda, you know, T.I. was talking about, no. Tulsa, Oklahoma was Wakanda. Black lawyers, black banks, black doctors, black everything. Everything was black. And it got burnt to the ground. So it was like, y'all don't want us to be integrated with y'all, but y'all don't want us to have our own neither? Like, what, what, what is it? Which one is it? Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like we're not seen as human beings, um, you know, first and foremost. And even outside of, you know, the conversation that we're having now, um, and something that I always kind of take in other areas is just like, y- you don't have to, you shouldn't have to try to dehumanize or devalue, you know, somebody else, another man, another group of people to elevate your value. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's what's going on is just like, if you have a mindset or you feeling like, um, you know, you are better, that is, that is the mindset. Um, you don't have to kill us. You don't have to, um, you know, imprison us, you know, trump up charges and all these different things, you know, that they do to us. You don't have to do that to, to kind of prove the point um, of, of what it is that you feel like. And to feel, you know, to feel like less of a human being or less of a, less of a person is like, it's almost like, okay, now you see these rioting, these different things. It's all right, you're going to treat me like an animal. All right, well, now I'm going uh, to show you. And I think that's kind of the point that a lot of people are, are at right now. Uh, just to piggyback on um, bait, uh, it's the respect for me, man. It's like you have the position of power, but you just don't respect, you know what I'm saying, people as human beings. Like, that's the part that's, that kills me about all of it. Like, at some point in your time, like, you're going to feel like you're better than somebody else, no matter what race you are. You know what I'm saying, like, you're supposed to have that kind of that feeling about yourself. But to just hate somebody just because they black, bro, like, I don't, that part, I don't get the looting. I mean, they say the best, like, don't listen to me now. I'll give you a reason to listen to me. So now the young generation just giving older people and people in power a reason to actually listen. Now they got to stick with it, though, and actually, like Jason said, do the stuff behind the scenes, man. Like, the fire is going to get put out. The glass going to get swept up. But what you going to do? Like, you going to get the knowledge now and, and use it, or mm. you just going to keep destructing our own stuff? 
Definitely, man, because I'm going to be honest, like, there was a lot of stuff that went on last night in the city, right, in Raleigh, right? It was crazy. But I purposely went downtown this morning and drove. The crazy part of it is, is like, the shit got fixed so fast. By the people. Like, by the people. Like, that's what I was looking at. Like, I watched, like, people just really come together, like, and fix it when, when this stuff was happening in our community so many times and the building was left there on purpose as an example where there was there was no help where it was something that meant so much and it's never been upgraded or anything like that like anybody knows that has common sense for everybody's talking about it's like to have a business in 2020 you have to be able to obtain insurance to be able to get it back or you wouldn't even really have a business you know what i'm saying so like to, to, to put so much in all this materialistic things is just like yo like why we can't get that same help in hand why do we have to jump through hoops like you, you get that stuff back but he can't george Floyd's not gonna get his life back exactly like all these big companies have insurance like people looting walmart i don't give a fuck about that bro like these people think about it. the unemployment rate's been the lowest the highest has been in the last 30 to 40 years like things like that these people they're expected to survive off some people don't even get unemployment or a $1,200 stimulus check. So now is looting justified? Is it the right thing to do? No. Can I see a justification? Absolutely. Because now you're trying to survive, man. These people out here, man, sometimes they got to do anything they got to do to survive, man. Especially when we're already down O2. And it's crazy because it's like you're so quick to have an opinion. But like unless you really had to starve for some shit. Like, unless you really had been put in a situation where you ain't have shit, like, you do not know what you would do, bro. Like, I, like trust me on that. Like, you do not know what you're going to do. So, really, you know, kind of just to turn the situation, uh, kind of turn the conversation to another point. At this point, like we said, we uh, everybody came together, really, because we wanted to voice our opinion. But at the same time, like, it's about the younger ones now. So, like, where I want to kind of turn the conversation is, like, you know, I want to hear from you guys, like, Getting stopped by the police or a confrontation with the cops, like, how do you approach it? Uh, for me, you know, really just getting pulled over at this point, like, it's almost like I know what they're already going to do as far as license registration and all that. So it's like, like, I already just like, like, I try not to even have to engage. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 I, like I, I, I try to let every, like, lights all that already be on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not giving you no reason to even be, you know what I'm saying, uh, to, to hint that I'm doing like, like, yo, dude, like, if you do this, like, it's it, it just my time. You know what I'm saying? So for, for me, like, you know, that's just the way I go about it because it's like, that's a real situation where, like, you really have to break this shit down. You really have to, like, as an African-American male, you have to really figure out, like, yo, am I going to stop right here? Is it straight? Like, yeah. do I need yeah. to keep going? Like, when I stop, I already know they're going to call four, five people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? More cars. I like, trying to you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I'm not trying to get out the way. Like, it's so many different situations, scenarios that you have to go through. So with a lot of you guys being fathers and all that, man, like, I, I just really want to hear your opinion on that, Ray. Um, I mean, Absolutely. I mean, you, you, they pull you over, make sure your hands are 10 and 2 so they can see them. Make sure the window's all the way rolled down. Make sure you greet them like you would greet your grandparents. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yep. Uh, and just don't don't give them a reason. And I, I say this with putting the disclaimer on the fact that 
why I'm okay with seeing a world born right now is because white people don't have to do this. No. <laughs> they don't have to do this. And, 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 and yeah. you can do all of that. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. you were saying, you can no get reason. taken away for not doing, not yeah. even committing yeah. a crime. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not going to, I do want us to touch on this at some point, but like the, the, the people in our community who tell us how we should look, dress, talk, mm-hmm. behave, mm-hmm. um, I want to touch on that, but like, just I'm gonna stay on topic um, when addressing the police, man. Like, again, I, I I was scared to go downtown last night. I got kids, yeah, but I wanted to be there. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's just tough, man. Like, because even then, like, I saw a video right before George where a young kid was. Hands on the wheel, cop gun drawn, mm-hmm. and the kid was like, "Sir, I don't know what to do. I'm scared." The cop was like, "Don't move." Da da da. They took him out. Three shot. shots. Pow pow pow. Dead. Yeah. The kid is dead. His hands are on the wheel. Like he posed no threat. So I don't even know what to tell my young boys. You I don't, don't know what to tell. Like, I, I have I have no idea. But then on the on the contrary, you'll see a video. A white lady wilding out, spitting on us, the cop out. Um, yeah, rolled her window her. up and down. She, the cop said, "You're under arrest. Go ahead and get out." She's like, "No, I'm not under I'm arrest. Not like, out. under <laughs> arrest? Nah." Rolled the window up, refused to get out. You know, disrespecting and and drove off. It had that been had that been a black man, you know how many bullet holes would have been, you know, in that mm-hmm. car. What's crazy though about that video. When he when she got out of the car, he put on the ground. What he, he tased her. He tased her. Uh-huh. He tased her. Right. Still yeah, tased her. Shit with us like that. Get <laughs> shot. Get out of here. What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. This shit's crazy, man. It's like why why is uh why is you know over excessive force? Why is that the why is that the first thing to go to when when an arrest is being made almost like there has to be trainings that, you know, um, these officers are going through. It's just like there has to be so many other ways to be able if the goal if the goal is to if somebody has committed a crime and the goal is to arrest. There has to be so many other ways to execute an arrest mm-hmm. before before even excessive force comes into play. Not to mention to the point where even going back to the video cuffs are on you down on the ground for anybody ever been in a fight. You know, the last place you want to be is on the ground because yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. it, it's not much. It's not much you could do from yeah. down there. So to be on the ground uh, with multiple officers on you and you're restricted by hand and, and feet and you can't do anything, why is it necessary for your knee to be in my neck for nine minutes? And then I mean, on top of that, like just if if you haven't been cuffed, dog, listen, yeah. like listen, yeah, that's, video, that is that's the most I'm cu- defenseless position <laughs> ever, bro. Like you real live. Can't do shit once them cups come on. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, but they, they, it's just a dehumanizing, dehumanizing, yeah. right? Like, yeah. again, because what you were saying, I mean, they are trained to do that. It's uh, just they, they, they yeah, they do it on who they need to do it on. Yeah. And then the other thing, like you said, I, there is a fear factor, but begin that's that comes from the way they were raised and taught, mm-hmm. and, and what they see is that systematic yep. thing. I mean, I've been pulled over. This was years ago. I've been pulled over when my youngest son was maybe like three, for just. Uh, I think it was just I didn't. My tag was uh was uh expired. Yeah, he back there crying, cause he know. Yeah, and he three, he back there crying. Like dad, you going to jail? Nah, man, just calm down. I'ma just. <laughs> officer gave you like my ticket. Yeah. Told me have a good day, but I think, um, like you said, sometimes you could do everything you're supposed to do the right way, and and we've seen it too many times. Um, I've just been fortunate in any traffic stop. I've never been in no real trouble, but any any traffic stop, like you said, yes sir. 
you know, have a nice day, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. as little as little conversation as necessary. And definitely I'm not trying to antagonize or ask what you're pulling me over for, nothing like that, nothing crazy, unless, you know, they just outright just doing something, you know, wrong or, or illegal. Um, but, again, I mean, you know, they feel it, you know, they kid, because I'm not hiding anything from my kids. So anything that has gone on in their lifetime, there's been a dialogue and conversation. So... You know, when, when once pulled over, they I know they still to this day get nervous. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Even if it's a speeding or traffic, whatever it is, they get nervous because they're aware. Yeah, I think it's 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 good for them to be aware, but you also just have to educate them even afterwards. Like, calm down. You know, Daddy wasn't doing nothing wrong. Yeah, you know, but I understand their fear. Yeah, and that's the hard part. You know, that's the hard part of explaining and understand and getting them to understand that. Um, and it's just, again, like we've been saying, like everybody's been saying, it's, it's an educational thing, but we got a long way to go. And I'm, I'm, I'm go. glad you said that about your about your son, though, because even as a child, it, it shouldn't be a traumatic experience right. for, to right. have an encounter and with a police is. officer. Yeah. Like police officer supposed to serve, protect and serve. serve. serve like police right. officer, if the, a police officer in your community, you know, they're supposed to know, you know your names, greet the people, right. walk through, you know, make you feel safe. Is what I thought the police were supposed right. to do. You shouldn't, as a minority, as a black man, as a black child, you shouldn't have to grow up relating traumatic experiences yep. to blue lights pull up behind you. I don't know what's about to happen. Like yeah. it, it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. It is, but, um, but I you mean, shouldn't have to live. I like mean, that. just to touch on like something Jay said, which is like the police aren't for it. They never were for us. Well, it's back to a systematic thing. There's right. nobody that's patrolling these neighborhoods. They didn't grow up in these neighborhoods, right? That, so they, so go, yeah, they walk and, in, and, and that was gonna, that was going to be my point, right? And, and they, that's a systematic thing. They there were they were established to yeah. catch slaves. Yeah. Again, that's why. And yeah, then it, it, it just transformed into protecting this thing, protecting that thing. All right, now we have a police force. Mm-hmm. But it w- the foundation is slaves, catch mm-hmm. slaves, right? Wow. So again, they don't have yep. they don't have nobody in these neighborhoods that look like us that can relate to us. So or with grew the up in the neighborhood, oh, right. know the certain areas, the know the certain people that may be getting, they may have mental health issues. And you spazzing on him like, yo, he been growing. He grew up here. His whole family, they know him. Yeah. He all right. He may wild out, but he ain't gonna hurt nobody. So you don't need to hurt him. So I think that's. I think those things. I think at least one person in every force in every community should have somebody that grew up in that neighborhood that explain to them those officers that aren't from around there the demographic and the different families like. Not for nothing. There's families that grew up in certain neighborhoods and never went nowhere. They're still there. Yeah. You need to know that. <laughs> you need to know those things. You need to know. You need to know the history of that family yeah. or that neighborhood or that, or neighborhood that community. Yeah. I think that's very important to uh, reforming the system. You know what I'm saying? And so, man, um, I want to piggyback and kind of touch on. That was my next topic, man. Uh, kind of what Ray was talking about, and I can just kind of speak from personal experience on this. Um, I had a father who was extremely strict from jump, who always let me know from the time I could really understand words that you have to be three times better than your opponent because you're African-American male. You have to show up 30, somewhere 30 minutes early. You can't get any tattoos. You have to have a low cut. Like, literally, he raised me on that to a T. Like, you know what I'm saying? And if I tried to step outside those guidelines, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was consequences for my pops because he would rather do it to me than to have somebody else do it to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because it's like four years ago, my pops hit me randomly. And I was like, what's up? And he was like, yo. 
He was like, everything I raised you on, I need you to use now. And I was like, I don't know. He was like, yo, I never get, he was like, yo, Donald Trump has become president. And what you're about to see is the most blatant type of racism that you've never seen before in my life. Like, I, I'm honest to you that I said, I swear he sold to me. And I was like, so he was like, I just need you to be careful. And he was like, this is why I did it. And it's crazy because fast forward today, like, yo, I, I, I love him to death for it. Because it's like, he took the time to, to, to prepare me for this because you don't know. So it's just like, to, our, to, 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 to now to really focus on those kids, man, it's just like, how do you attack it? Really, your guys being fathers, how do you attack it when now it's more blatant than it was when we were really growing up. Like, you had some flashes, but, like, now it's shown. This person is better than you. You might not get the job for this. Like, what do you do? So that, that's, that was... I'm sorry, go ahead, Rob. You go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I think you, you can attribute it back to social media. Now, so many people on social media are so bold now. Mm. And so... <laughs> like they, bold. They, they're, like, they, like, before... Like you could you could say what you want, but if, I mean, if, you, if we face to face, what's up? Now people get on social media, create fake accounts and things of that nature, and go crazy. Cause this M bomb, it's got it, to me, it's got repopulized, yeah. like for real. Like now you got folks that just like they just throwing it out, they feel, and they feel, they, they feel justified in saying so, it. So okay, and, you saying so? Yeah. So yeah. so yeah. I mean, and this is why I mentioned earlier why I love social media, right? Like it's not becoming more anything. It's exactly how it's always been. Mm. We're just seeing it's more. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 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 look. I mean, it was the popular. That yeah. was the popular thing with the whole last, last dance right. thing. Everybody was like, you know, more would have been out there, but we didn't have social media. Right. Back so then. I mean, so, so same thing with this. So I mean, like, even if you watch old movies, right? Old like Jim Kelly, all the black superstars, the guys that actually saved like the cinema, right? Like in their movies, like they're called jigs and they're getting harassed by like. Turkey. It's just. It's just that's it's always been this way. And this is why, like, my fight right now um, is not even with white people. It's trying to convince black people to stop being apologetically black. Stop trying to seek their like approval. Uh, it, we don't need it. It's, it's be yourself. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be one thing or one group speaks for an entire race. Because nobody else gets treated that way but us. Right, we're barbarians. We're ratchet. We ain't got no control. Hmm. Everybody at this table has is educated. Everybody at this right. table has families. Everybody at the table puts food on the table for their families. It's definitely. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like everybody at this table is positive influences in their community, in our community too. And so it's just, it's just, I, I'm, I love it, man. I, I like seeing, I like seeing the change, and that's why I'm ready. You know what I'm saying for the action, and more stuff has to happen behind closed doors, as Jay pointed out. But like. I think, I think just to to bounce off, um, and you kind of led into it, and um, you know, with this next generation, you know, <clears throat> I'm an educator, you know, by 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 day, um, and one of the reasons that I even kind of got into education, and one of the things that I feel like, um, you know, is my fight. Um, maybe I maybe I won't be able to always go protest and do things, but I feel like in education, I'm on the front lines because now I can touch more than just my own child, you know, as a one thing I found out, and I even spent some time, you know, working with um, you, Simmons, in education is just that we need more black males in, in education. You know what I mean? When you grow up, you know, as a young black boy, you go into school, uh, public school, you know, how many times you look around and see, you know, Maybe a black male, you know, 
maybe, maybe not your coach, you know, probably not. But it's like, who do they have that's relatable or somebody that can kind of put them to the side and say, hey, man, you know, this is what's going on. Hey, you got two strikes against you already. You need to kind of, you know, and educate them, you know, about things other than academics or book related, you know, life things that they're going to need. I I feel like um, being able to touch them, you know, at that level, man, and just, you know, using that influence um, more and more, I think, um, is big, man. And that's kind of how I feel about it, just educating them through just touching more, doing more. We all have a responsibility. I think we're doing that responsibility, but, um, you know, just continuing to do more through all channels. Yeah, being more visible. Yeah, being on the ground is, I mean, I think it's more impactful than, like, voicing your opinion a lot of times because those kids that you impact, they're the ones that's going to really take hold of it. Everybody else is, I mean, they're going to have the opinion or whatever. But the kids that you deal with every day, we think they're not listening. Like, they listening. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Because they want to be us at the end of the day. We were the same way. We had, like you said, you had them teachers at school, man, at, like, Bait, Flife, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. Coach Powell. You had them dudes where you came down the hall and you saw them, you straightened up. Like, I think we that, we, 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 we them guys now yeah. for this generation yeah, yeah, yeah. is like, they want to be fresh and all that, but, like, at the end of the day, looking at us to be like, yo, right, they fresh, but they doing it the right way. Like, right. kids and nowadays, man, they just need guidance, bro. And like, so, and, and and I want to touch on that, right, because this is this is my problem. Guidance on what, right? Guidance on how to live in this world? That's horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guidance on how to navigate white people? That's fucking horrible. It's crazy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like. Shout out to Paul. Paul is absolutely right. He taught you like my father taught me, like our fathers taught us and mothers. Mm-hmm. But that is wrong. That is wrong. Like you shouldn't teach us other kids when you encounter white people. This yeah, is how you. Way. This yeah. how you need that. Yeah. So you need to button up and you need to tighten up and you need to do this. And they come in with the surfer head, dude, and the. Anyway, and they, and they, don't they, a, they don't have a they don't have a fucking yeah. worry in it with toes out. So right. So to your point. So so for me. So right. So so for me, it bothers me. So in my in my line of work, like if I sit down with somebody, I'll say, "How you doing? What can I do for you today?" They look at me. They instantly like, "Oh, what's up, bro?" And they they hit me with that jargon already. I'm like, nah. I said, "How are you doing?" You say, "Yeah, I'm good. How are you?" That that's how this shit should work. So for me, I'm already at that point. For me. I go extra hard to prove to them that yo, I'm an educated black man. We're not we're not gonna sit here and have no fucking conversation and talk about rap music or whatever fuck you think we're gonna sit here and talk about. No, we're gonna we're gonna do business like we like like uh, um, two people should do. So I just think like it's, that bothers me more than anything, man. Like, well, I mean, I I don't know, man, because my my thing is, should it? Why should it? Why why should that bother you? Because I mean, if. Because I work, because I work hard to get to where I, where I am in life. So, like, yo, I, I'm I got a bachelor's degree from Fayetteville State, Fayetteville State University. I'm working on getting my master's. Like, yo, don't treat me like I'm just some regular black dude who who's on the floor here working now. Like, but that that but see, that's my point. And, and shout out to that because I'm not discrediting any of those accolades. But if you are a regular black dude, so what? Like, that's what yeah, I'm trying yeah. to get us to yeah, see. Yeah. Because so, regular yeah. white people right. are still far superior than us. you. Yeah. And your degrees, me and my degrees, everybody here at this table, they ha- they have felonies, and still get jobs before educated black people. Mm-hmm. And like, and this is what I'm trying to say: like, it, it it doesn't matter. It should not matter. We should not. It shouldn't matter, but it does. Yeah. I see both sides of what of both of y'all argument for sure. 
Um, and I think we need to create a happy medium, you know, for kids where, like you say, I can maybe outside of that work setting. Yeah, you catch me yeah. at the game, at, yeah. the, at right. the John Walt. Yes. But while I'm here, let's understand, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm business. Um, but I definitely get what you're saying, too, right? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I see both sides. Um, but that's, that's a big task of mm-hmm. getting not only, you know, you know, the system or, or um, others not like us to understand that, but even us because that's, that's been what I'm ingratiated yeah. and trained yeah. in us. So yeah. um, I see both sides of you guys' argument, mm. and that's, that's a tough one. I think, I think that's one that, you know, I think sometimes all of us, we do deal with that on a daily basis yeah. because, because we're dealing with those kids daily, but we're also – you know, going into corporate America, I mean, I own my own business, but I do deal and network with corporate America on, on different things for my business. Um, now, I'm never going to sell my soul. If, if y'all know me, y'all follow me on social media. <laughs> it's one thing about it. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, I put a lot of thought into what I post on social media. So that's why for the first couple of days, I ain't post nothing. I seen everybody yeah. else's and I know everybody yeah. saying we're paying attention to your silence. You ain't got to pay attention. I'm a black man. Yeah. So yeah. you ain't got to pay right. attention right. to your silence. Every day. But at the same time, I always, I just, that's just how I am. That's how I was raised. You know, my father was strict and he was very important and integral in my life. So he always taught me, you know, think before you speak a lot of times. Don't just jump out there. Even with this coronavirus thing, all of this, you know, that, and that's another crazy thing. You got, got, you got people that's been cooped up inside coronavirus. And then you get them out. That's another they different battery go, in their back. Yeah. And then on top of this, right. so you know they're going to go crazy. Real talk seemed like social distancing ended last night or two days ago. Oh, that's a totally. Yeah. We would have to have a whole yeah. Yeah. on that. Because, right. again, up. I've been quiet on that, too, as well, social media-wise. But it's, it's, another, it's another part of that system thing. And, and, and you know, but you kind of got to be careful because you don't want to hurt some people's feelings. Because right. some people really, really do believe in and, and fear it and i'm not knocking that was my that's been my whole thing with this whole thing i'm not knocking anybody and how you do what you do in your household you know what i'm saying i i can work around it i have some parents that say yes come to the house and train i have some parents say hey come to the house can you keep six feet and bring your own ball yes i'm not gonna i'm not gonna look at you any certain type of way i mm-hmm. i'll do whatever your set parameters are if, if especially if you know you got somebody that's sickly in the house or mm-hmm. you know you're around that i I'm not going to knock you for that. I'm not going to go on social media and talk bad about it and say this is a whole gimmick and this and that. I have my own thoughts and my own feelings, and I share that within the four corners of my household and with you guys because I'm cool and, and you, we yeah. close. But it, everything ain't for everybody. Right. Uh, everything ain't for everybody, especially when you're speaking on, if it's not facts. If you're speaking on opinion, it's not for everybody. And there are really, I don't think there's really no, no clear-cut facts with this corona thing. Right. But there is a fact with what happened to George Floyd. And that's why we're here. Um, that man was murdered. It's not police brutality. That man was murdered. You know, so we call a spade a spade. And, and that man was murdered um, by not just that cop that had his, all those other cops, cops that, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's be clear on that as well. And then I think, you know, I want to make sure, because with this, I want to make sure I'm spitting out nothing but facts, but there's been a second video yep. that's come out where he was in a car mm-hmm. where it seemed like they were just taking turns teeing off on him yep. for no reason and punching it and beating him, yep. you know what I'm saying? And so with that, I want to kind of just transition to this and kind of like, you know, our, our last topic is just for our kids, man. 
Um, the reason why I wanted to do this was specifically, you know, we have an audience to where, you know, we support a lot of kids in the state of North Carolina and beyond. You know what I'm saying? With the John Wall, you can say, like, we have a national platform. So for me, you know, we want to show that, you know, where we stand as a whole, as Hoop State, period. Um, and I definitely want to shout out um, Donnie and Webb and our guys. Um, Devin as well. Devin too. Yeah, Devin, Miles. Like, everybody, because, yeah. like, I know where I know where my guys stand. And so to be a part of this and to know where they stand, you know what I'm saying? Like that's something I definitely appreciate, man. And for them to champion it too. Like that makes that makes that makes a difference. Definitely. definitely. Now, I, like for like somebody like Donnie, bro. Like I, I respect the fuck out of Donnie, bro, because like if you ever follow you follow Donnie on social media, bro. Like he rides, yo. Like he he like Donnie rides, bro. Like like you know, people talk about right, no. When we talk about coming to the cookout type shit, like Don's that what? Like, yeah. Get down to play some Luminal Four. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? But nah, man, I just, I, I, I I'm a, I'm a proud to be a part. He said I'm proud to be a part of these guys, man. Like everybody I talk to, man, like I just like they they, they get it, man. Donnie Webb, Miles, Kyle, like they all get it, man. So it's just to be a part of that, man, it, it's really special, man. So definitely, man. Ray, what you got, man? A message to the kids, man. Be, don't be apologetically black. Uh, I, I, I want to break that cycle that that we were raised in. Right. That's my goal. Right. Uh, stop pointing at us and saying, "Look at them ratcheting people over there. They making us look bad." Because mm. for no other no other race does yeah. that shit. Mm. Is this mm. you know for the white folks? And, and don't get me wrong, because we got a lot of white supporters. I don't hate white people. I love y'all too. But uh, for for them, when 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 they got the rednecks and the and and the trailer park trash, and nobody ever looks at that group of people and says that. Yeah. yeah right. Nobody ever looks at that group of people uh -huh. and says. <laughs> Look at all. This is how white people are It'll as a whole. Yeah, not like that. Because if we are all, we are all, we are all ingrained to think white is supreme, powerful, you know, wealthy. That's the and um, and and mm -hmm. for us, man, I just don't. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything, man. I can I can jump so far. Welfare, right? We are the welfare kings and queens. You look at the you look at numbers. White people, white people, white people we don't welfare more than we are. Wow. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You look yeah, at COVID numbers. We dying quicker. How are we the minority, but we die quicker than the white people? Mm -hmm. You talk about health. You talk about gentrification. You talk about all this stuff, and it's just like I'm tired of us trying to look and say straighten up, tighten up, because even those people who are straightened up and tightened up get beat down and killed, just like the ones who yeah. wear baggy jeans or jeans off their ass or like I want us to stop that um, and don't point at that and say this is the reason why there is no reason why they just don't like us uh, and it just goes to the point that uh, Baker pointed out earlier man it's like they just think they're superior and there's nothing that we're going to do to change that that has to happen from within them yeah. mm -hmm. um, so just keep being yourselves and keep being great Brian what you got? And I just want to tell our kids like I listen I love you first and foremost like we like we gotta tell these kids like yo we love you like we love who you are we love what you do how you do it like a lot of times a lot of kids act out and because they, they've never they don't have people in their life to 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 pull them aside get them a hug and say listen i love you cry for help. Yeah. It's, it's all a cry for help so when you see these kids acting out and like a lot of people man like I, you see a lot of people 
older older people will just push them aside like oh they're just that they leave them fuck them you know what I'm saying like fuck them but see it's our job as people in this community that they look up to we gotta pull them aside listen it's okay but I've been where you've been before so for I, I think that's the biggest thing for me just like yo just tell these kids we're here man like that's if, I, everybody's table I know for a fact I've seen them on my own two eyes has made a profound impact on kids lives here man just like just by like with Simmons like like Dillingham just sits slight glaze just randomly like like the kids look they, they look up to you for shit like that you know what I'm saying Pooh and bait like y'all man, the things y'all doing on the south side for them kids is amazing man Jay like bro everything like Jay does with, like Jay like for real we could talk like, like Raleigh man Jay got it man everybody loves Jay like kids love Jay like my nephew Jalen worked out with one time Jalen after the workout was like yo I rocks with Jay he kept it honest with me that's my guy. I fool with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even Ray, like, Ray, the, the relationships with Ray have with you kids, man. It's like, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like, everybody, man. So, I'm just, I, I'm proud of y'all because, like, you know, we've all, we've all come a long way in life, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and for us to, to be where we are today, to be able to help these kids, man, like, it, it's truly a blessing to be here in, in this position. Um, like I always say, man, like, just to piggyback off, let's keep the kids first in whatever we doing. Let's try not to have no ulterior motives. You know, let's keep the kids first and their future first. Um, let's love on them. Let's grab them. Um, you know, I, I kind of, you know, when it's slow in the winter, I go substitute at my son's charter school every day. And these kids yearn for discipline. They yearn for someone to just talk to them. I, you know, when you, when you sub a class, they'll give you a list of kids that are problem kids. And they'll ask me as soon as they come back, <laughs> how was he? I ain't had no problems out of them. Really? Let me tell you what I did. He started acting up. I told him right off the bat, we're not doing that. I pulled him to the, once everybody got to work, I pulled him and made him sit with me. And we just talked. Just got talked to these kids. Like, like yeah, piggybacking off what they said. Sometimes they just, they just need somebody to, you know, just say it out loud to. They yeah. bottling it all up. Yeah. You know, they might not have mommy or daddy. Mm-hmm. Some of these kids are going home and trying to figure out which game they're going to join. What I'm gonna eat. Who they who they right. gonna have sex with? What I'm gonna eat with? Some of them sleeping with their brother and sister. It's a lot of stuff going on with, with in in middle school, and I know verbatim because I've had athletic directors and teachers tell me. So I think we just need to be at, at collectively um, um, love and, and, and grab these kids up and, and, and find more and more ways like this and um, on a broader scale and bringing these kids in not not only less fortunate it's some fortunate kids out here that's that's gotta you know what i'm saying don't really understand what the other side look like you know so i think i think there needs to be awareness on all sides and education on all sides for sure moving forward um for all the young hoopers and young men and women out there just period man i just pray for y'all like i pray every day for my family mm-hmm. I pray every time I leave, every time I get in the car, I pray. You pray now, Mandatory. and you might get it later. You know what I'm saying? Don't play, Don't pray for the blessing right now. You yeah. never get it when you pray for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's through the work you put in, and then your prayers will be there. But I just pray you make it home. Yeah. I do the same for myself. Pray you make it home. Everything That's else. That's key. Pray you make it home. Everything yeah. else is on us. You give God praise when things are going well. Too. That's, That's a fact. fact. Yeah, That's key, Rod. Right? Yeah. yeah. Just keep them first. Yeah. Yeah. Everything you do, keep them first. Yeah. Uh, my message to the kids, man, is, is just uh, a couple of things. Be smart. Um, that's not just related to academics, man. Just, you know, be smart about 
um, your life, man, you know, the things that you want for yourself, how you're going about your life. Like Ray said something that I'm going to take from here with me about um, don't be uh, be unapologetically black, you know. Mm. Um, that That's it big with me, man, because I hate doing that. Like I hate have to go, go yeah, into a like job <laughs> and I got to walk on eggshells or tiptoe yeah. around <laughs> or not not be able to. <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah, so, so um, you resonates. know, be unapologetic. Yeah unapologetically black but but still be smart you know just yeah. try to limit doing things that just don't make no damn sense um yeah. I, lo- yeah. love more man you know love more unite um i think that that's something that we as you know like a group of guys here and just um adults more in general you know we can show them by example you ain't gotta be best friends with somebody or you know uh mm-hmm. you know they be your best friend or like them in order to you don't gotta do business with everybody in order to be united and, and stand on you know certain types of causes that are right um you know unite man st- let's stop dividing ourselves up you know other people already you know divide. trying to split us from races like don't divide ourselves up man like let's let's unite as people man and try to advance our race you know to be honest man and and then um really man the last the last thing is just um um that what was it that's it man just you know unite man come come together come together you gonna close it out Oh, before that, real quick, and I just want to um, just remind us and anybody who watched this, man, uh, I want to show our ladies love. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we you know, and again, I think it's just habitual that we talk when we say, see this stuff, even this, right? We're talking about George Floyd, but like, Breonna Taylor was murdered in her, in her home, a black yep. woman, yep. In, in Louisville. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, you Sandra know, I, Sandra, Sandra Bland, Bland. You, you know, like, and every time we on the front lines, they right they there, right there. Yeah. They right they're there, right there. So I think sure. you know, it's just you know, that's another thing. I think we just need to pick up when when it comes when Absolutely. it's time for the ladies. We got to let the ladies too, man. Cause yeah. That's what I was gonna us. say. Treat each other better. Ray, yes. Ray said it for me. <laughs> Treat people better, man. Gotcha. Treat people better. <laughs> you ain't gotta accept, but you gotta respect. Yeah. yeah. For me, um, lastly, um, I just want to say to the kids, man, y'all's been such a, a intricate part of my life, um, and my ups and downs, like being there for kids, you know what I'm saying, especially our young African-American males, men and women, um, has been something I've been able to to really attach to myself. Um, I thank God every day for that gift. Um, and, and my thing to you, is, you guys is, it's gonna be hard. Like, life is hard, like it's not easy. But what I want you to learn from this, and, and it's never, you're never too, too young to start, is start educating yourself. Just start educating yourself on your culture. Just start educating yourself on what we've been through. And in those tough moments that you're going through your life, I think you'll be able to find that little bit of extra motivation to not take the easy way out, to not fight each other, to, to, to actually go to class and actually get it done in the classroom because what we had to do just to be able to get yeah, in the schools that we're in. Yeah. To not to, to not shortchange the opportunity on athletics and not touch the line because that, that's hard too and it's not a fair playing field too. But all I want you to do is really become consumed with educating yourself about what it is to be African American, period, to be black. You know what I'm saying? And I think in those moments when it's all tough because all of us have been here, you will find that, that extra motivation you need, all right? And, and if you continue to do that, then slowly but surely, us ourselves, we can chip away. 
know what I'm saying? You're going to continue to get love from all of us. I appreciate you. Once again, like I said, I appreciate the Hoop State Network for allowing us to do this. Um, we miss, like, if it was up to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of men in the city. My guy, Jew, at Millbrook. My guy, Shawan Robinson. My guy, Marcus Hodges. Like, there's, there's plenty. Mr. Tim from the Boys Club. Like, there's plenty of guys. Like, if it could, I would have 30, 40 of y'all in the room. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a lot of guys doing, doing, continuously doing good things. In the city of Raleigh, in North Carolina, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to Poobie as well. It meant so much. He was supposed to be here, but something like, you know what I'm saying? Situation happened. It's all good. Poob, I hope your girl's straight. You know what I'm saying? Everything good. Like, to see, like, Poob is younger than all of us. But when I saw that picture Don put up yesterday of our guy on the courthouse steps with the Kaepernick jersey on, that's just who he is, bro. Like, that's just who he is. Like, he's special. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? As the people in Raleigh, as people in Raleigh, like, as OGs now, like, we know, like, you got to be protected at all costs, bro. Like, straight up. Like, so we appreciate you. We love you, man. And thank y'all, man. All right, we out.